0: So what, we watch anime. So what, we play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what, we stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale, and nerdy. Hello, and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 243. Three for April 26, two thousand twenty. My name is Nathan Reed Spruth, and joining me this week we have only a Andrew Rowe McFain.
1: It's just me. Nathan's not here,
0: and she's just just Andrew Rowe McFain. I've just recorded this part by myself, and he is replying to the audio that I have pre-recorded. So this is the
1: most complex thing we've ever done.
0: <laughs> it really is. So, um. Well, first off, uh, let's let's ask, where can we find you, Roa?
1: Just go to aroa.website. website. It's got links to all the socials. It's got all the socials. Add me online.
0: Yes, add you online. You're, you're, you're mixed the well. The line app. Uh, yes. So anyway, uh, there's there's where we find you. You go to aroa.website, and website and it has all the links there. And another question is, what games have you played this week?
1: So, um, I played a game yesterday, a couple games. Woo. Um, one is called Project Winter, which, uh, I guess has been out for a while, but it's kind of blowing up right now. And I'm not sure why. What is other it? Other than it's on sale. But it's a, uh, it's a weird hybrid of a survival game and, uh, like, Trouble in Terrorist Town. Okay, okay, go on. So, like, you've got uh, eight people, and uh, some number of them are traitors, and the rest are survivors and the survivors try to complete various objectives around the map, and the traders try to sabotage the survivors' attempts at completing their objectives okay. without getting caught. Yeah. Um, and I haven't really played a ton of it because I do not like the idea of trying to play that with random people, yeah, there's, considering there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of teamwork involved there.
0: Yeah, I hate I hate playing team-based games with random people. So, like if I'm if I'm playing a game like Overwatch or something like that, if I'm not doing quick play, uh, like I can't do competitive or anything like that with with randos. So, God no. Yeah, like even Halo, like I love Halo, but playing it with random people, even if there's one person I know that I can talk to, it's a little bit better. But yeah, I totally understand what you mean. How much is it right now?
1: Uh, right now, you can get the base game for six dollars, or you can get it with the Blackout DLC for ten dollars. Now, is it a good game? Um, I think it's I think it's all right. At least what little I've played, um, it's it, it's decently well made. Um, the Controls are a little weird at first, because it's from an isometric perspective, but you use WASD to move, and, like, the mouse doesn't really have a purpose, uh, because little... you have to, like, it's obviously made for controllers, right? is what I think it. it's really, so, um, but, yeah, I mean, it seems alright, and my friends are having a lot of fun with it, that was why I, I picked it up in the first place. Yeah. So yeah I think it's uh they were' having a free weekend, but it inexplicably ended at four o'clock, and I don't know why you would do that, but yeah,
0: yeah, I don't get it so anyway, uh what other games you said you played multiple games?
1: uh the other game I played is called Kawaii Girl okay, can you, can you, can you guess what that is? It's about a cute girl uh it's about several cute girls and uh several cute girls that are that are just static drawings that i'm not sure if the developers drew themselves or just stole off of pixiv um and then they crudely animated them using some kind of weird morphing tool and uh if you get the you get the free dlc you can you can shoot their clothes off
0: I hate you.
1: I don't. The gameplay, however, is weird because it's like a Chinese ripoff of Enter the Gungeon.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting.
1: Which, yeah, I. It, so, I paid for this game. It was only a dollar fifty, but, um, it's just so strange that like this exists. It it never ceases to amaze me the kind of weird garbage that ends up on on Steam. And I can't tell if this is an asset flip or if the Chinese developers really put in, like, some marginal amount of effort to put all this together. Because each stage, you are playing as the girl that you then... Once you finish the stage, get to shoot all the clothes off of. Oh, yeah! You, you get and, to finish the the stage first. Yes. So, so the stage, uh, like, it's just a wave based shooter that that controls like Enter the gungeon and like you pick up better guns as you're running around. Um, and it, and it feels and controls just fine. Uh, your character moans with pleasure every time she gets shot for some reason and it's like all the voice clips i i don't know where they got them i don't i'm assuming that they didn't pay girls on fiverr or patreon or whatever to record these things uh cuz they're very much like out of context I, um blimey. i don't know how to explain that without being explicit but it doesn't fit with what's going on.
0: Yeah, so if it's I just... were if I were to make a game like that and I and I had the moans in there, I would pay you to do the moans. I would absolutely do that. <laughs>
1: I know you would.
0: <laughs> I I know you definitely you'd be like, all right, how much money?
1: I'd I'd uh it'd be it'd be just like that uh that Lord Cat stream with uh with Jew Wario.
0: Oh man, G Um Let's move on, but from that subject. Uh, How nostalgic! Did you, did you play He's any dead. other games? You you played you played. Uh... Yeah, we actually spoke about that on the podcast when he passed away. So, going back and asking you, did you play any other games? Wow, I assume.
1: Uh, yeah, you know um, the yeah. the normal the normal yeah. stuff. VR Chat has uh, a new thing called udon okay um it's kind of neat it's a uh it's a scripting language that's supposedly based on c sharp uh it adds a lot of additional functionality in the game for developers to use i'm surprised people are still playing vr chat and that they still have money to develop things i don't know how that works i don't know either but uh yeah, if you've if you've been away from VR Chat for a while, now's the time to to come on back and and jerk it with furries. I would
0: like to not do that. Actually, mm, that's jerk
1: it with furries.
0: I've never downloaded VR Chat, and I do not plan on downloading VR Chat now. Let's move on to me, Nathan Reeton Spruth. You can find me everywhere. Of course, the podcast that you're listening to is Reeton Podcast. You can find it uh, everywhere. It's hosted on Omni Studio, but it's broadcast to Spotify and TuneIn and Google Play and iTunes and all, all the places. You just look for Reeton Podcast. You can also go to my website, Uh If you want to follow me on social media, uh, the main social media I use is Twitter. So, Twitter dot com forward slash or just look look for at Retin. you can also uh find my mixer at mixer.com forward slash press the follow button i'm at 655 followers right now and you know looking to get more always looking to get more followers i stream on there at least monday through friday from 6 p.m pacific time to about 8 or 9 p.m pacific time uh that is 9 p.m eastern time uh, is when I start. So, yeah, join me there. I also will probably start streaming a bit more throughout the day. Uh, speaking of which, the reason why I'll probably start streaming a bit more throughout the day is because, you know, I'm unemployed like everyone else, and the games I've been playing, I actually restarted my subscription to Final Fantasy fourteen. because I hate myself. That's what oh, I do. Oh, God. It's a good game. It's just like before I was like, ah, "I can't play this. I don't have enough time." And now I have nothing but time <laughs> so I can do whatever I need to to get by and that is maybe play some Final Fantasy 14. Um it's uh it's it's I want to say it's probably the best MMO. We've mentioned this before. It's probably the best MMO that's out right now. I am a li- I'm pretty excited about trying out Fantasy Star Online 2 when that comes out at the end of next month as well. Other games that I've played. I played some Jackbox Party Pack on Friday nights. We have attempted for the last three or four weeks to play Jackbox Party Pack games, and it's been a pretty good success. So Friday night, 6 p.m., you can come play Jackbox with us. Uh, I also played some Divinity Original Sin 2 uh, over on the stream, and I I like Divinity Original Sin. I think it's a great game. Um, I did have one of our mutual friends, uh, the Cyberpunk Monk, and he came in, he's like, hey, you want to do co-op? And I was like, "Yeah, whatever. And then he's like, oh, it's going to take me three hours to download the game, so we can't do co-op. So I played the game myself. And then in order to do co-op, because I did not originally start a co-op game, I had to uh, stop the co-op and restart a new game with Connor, and that was fun. But have you ran into this where, at least like me, I have a set time that I stream. I stream from 6 p.m. to about 8 or 9 p.m., right? And my friend will come in, like Connor, and say, hey, can we play a game? And I'll be like, okay. And then he'll play until like 7 and be like, all right, I'm going to bed. (laughs) And that just ruins the whole stream, in my opinion. Just like not setting aside at least two hours, right? Yeah. Uh, So like, because we played for about an hour and a half. It was 7.30 when it ended. And I was just like, you know, I can't really restart and start up a new game and play it for an hour with it, it just ruins the whole like the the time thing. So I'm gonna need to work some uh, some time out with with Connor if we are going to play through Divinity: Original Sin. We would need to set aside a couple hours that we could play it. Anyway, good game. Uh, if you like those type of CRPGs like Baldur's Gate or Icewind Dale, uh, Divinity is really good. I, I known you played through the first one, right? I did. Yeah, and you it's played. Really good. It is really good, and I like. Uh, two is even better. Uh, another game I played, which I showed you, uh, Tesla Effect. I beat Tesla Effect, and the ending, uh, as you saw from my uh, my clip that was posted to Metal TV, which is a good <laughs> service that I like. Um, the the seed or the. Green screen effects in Tesla have not improved in the last 20 years Be- because it is just him running in place away from an explosion on green screen. And it, I saw it and I was like, This is amazing! I loved it. I, I, I really did like Tesla effect. If you haven't played it, um, it's on Steam, it's a good game. You, I, I assume you like FMV games, or at least appreciate I like, FMV games.
1: Yeah, I, I appreciate them. Yeah, i I came right or I came into the world right around that era, so mm-hmm. I missed out for the most part. But I do still hold some degree of nostalgia for that.
0: See, I was a young, I, impressionable child with FMV. I remember, right. I remember going to uh, our neighbor's house. Uh he was like in his 20s. He was kind he was like an uncle type thing, like a fake uncle. Uh not <laughs> not not the touchy kind of uncle.
1: <laughs> and
0: so I went I would go to his house and he had a 3DO. Oh and, shit, son. And he let me play Wing Commander. So I actually have fond memories of the 3DO. <laughs> <laughs> because Wing Commander is probably the only good game that was released on that system so um i really liked it uh i really like tesla effect if you haven't played it give it a shot people because it's it's a fun game and it's also really easy because if you're stuck they actually have a built-in walkthrough that you can click on it'll be like do this dumb fuck and you're like all right i'll do that um and the last game i played of course was some overwatch i'm pretty okay at overwatch like Sometimes I surprise myself. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm amazing. And then other times I'm like, why do I suck so bad? So, you know, that's how it kind of goes. I think that the matchmaking is, is made in such a way that you feel like you're really good sometimes. And then it's like, all right, we're going to put you against hard people and people who are going to demolish you. And then it, you know, of course, becomes a lot harder. Anyway, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about some news stories because we actually have a lot of news stories this week. Something happened this week in news.
1: I can't believe it.
0: I can't believe it either. Uh, Facebook is launching a dedicated gaming app to take on Twitch slash YouTube. This is from The Verge. Um, Don't they already have, like, Facebook Live? Isn't that a thing already?
1: So they have had Facebook gaming for a while now. Um, They actually show in this uh, screenshot that they tweeted out. that Disguised Host, one of my favorite streamers, is actually a Facebook gaming streamer. Okay. And supposedly he he really likes it. He, he actually really likes the platform, which is cool. That's something that I don't think that a ton of streamers can say about Twitch, at least. Yeah, yeah. I know that you like Mixer because of the low latency thing, and I can appreciate that. Also, the, but, comu- the um, community, the people that have come in to my chat, for the most part, have been good. Um, and I, that, that was so, kind of yeah. what he said about Facebook gaming. I think, I think maybe it's just a sign that Twitch is a cesspool. Well, but... and,
0: and it might be that... Um, I, I'm sorry I interrupted you, but it might also be that it's just so small compared to Twitch. Like, Mixer is quite a bit smaller than Twitch. I would imagine Facebook gaming is a lot smaller than twitch so you have fewer people so you have fewer assholes just
1: trolling people as well so maybe that's it and uh, going off the numbers in this article at least it would seem that uh that facebook and mixer are probably splitting up like less than 10 percent of the total streaming market so Uh, yeah you're you're not wrong so let, let's uh, let's read
0: some of this article because I just read a sentence that is really weird. Uh, it says Facebook Gaming has been making incredible sh- uh, strides as they've leveraged their global presence and strategic talent acquisitions to bolster their market share in live streaming space. That was from uh, Doran Nur, CEO of Stream Elements. Um, he also said that Ronda Rousey has been added. Uh, and she is a very mainstream celebrity who's into gaming to their roster. So, Facebook. Is she gaming, a
1: mainstream celebrity still?
0: I would say so. She's been in movies recently. I guess
1: I'd put her at like a B lister, maybe at best.
0: Well, okay, so she's she's not as high as she was what four or five years ago when she was like top of UFC. But exactly. she's, she still were, was in movie. She's been in movies recently. Um, last year she was in uh, WWE. So I would say that she would still be a celebrity. I don't think she's B, but I don't think she she's not like a not like a triple A talent. Like
1: you know. Uh, okay. Well, if Bruce we want to if we want to say that triple A is a thing, then well, well, yeah. You're so good well, yeah
0: but I I would still she's say an she's an A lister. Yeah, no. I would still say she's. She's higher than a B. Like she's higher than like, I hate to say it, but like a Bruce Campbell. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I love Bruce Campbell. I like him a lot more than Ronda Rousey, but he's a B lister, and I would still say she's an A lister. Um, so that's cool. They've added Ronda Rousey. She's kind of a bitch, but um, yeah. Now, have you tried streaming to Facebook Gaming? <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> no. No. Um so I I think that it's neat that they're doing this. Competition is usually good. Um except for with all the stupid live streaming services like Netflix and CBS and uh Plex is great. I love Plex. Uh I couldn't remember any other live streaming services off the top of my head. But uh, when it comes to this, I think that it's it's good for people to have a space that they can go to. And uh, I believe with Facebook gaming, uh, you can easily show your friends. And your friends are more likely to randomly jump on your stream than somebody who's uh, kind of new. Like like a new follower is, is, is harder to get. So if your friends happen to already have Facebook, and they're like, oh, hey, Aroa's online. I'll go check him out. And then your grandma's like, yes. "Oh no, Andy, what are you doing?"
1: Yeah. Um so that that's cool and all. Mm-hmm. The the idea of your friends getting on there, but the whole idea with streaming and with any kind of uh any kind of online presence like this is to uh build a brand that brings in other people that that facilitates growth. Exactly. And not not even getting into the fact that if you want to grow, streaming is one of the worst ways to do it. Oh, it's awful. Um, The the whole idea that, like, oh, well, at least you can get your friends list involved. Like, that's not all that useful. I guess unless you're one of those people that has, like, 3,000 friends. Um, I know I don't, people I've like I've never that. understood those people. But I, I yeah, don't you know. get
0: it there, but uh, I know some people who have, like, you know, maybe a thousand two thousand friends and i'm like how like every once in a while i just go through my list and be like i haven't spoken to this person in a while or i'll like look through the uh suggest suggested friends list and i'm like oh i know that person i hate that person and then i'll just delete that them from that list uh let's yeah, move on I, uh, um i haven't about- used
1: facebook in so long yeah you deleted it right I deleted the app. I still have it because my friends use Facebook Messenger because they're stupid. I um
0: I have a but, friend yeah. who doesn't text, but she will message me through
1: Facebook Messenger. I don't like, know. Why. I would prefer to use a messaging service instead of texting 100% of the time, but it wouldn't be Facebook Messenger. Yeah. It would be Telegram or or optimally it would be uh uh well I can't even remember the name of it because no one fucking uses it.
0: Yeah I don't know. Uh what, WhatsApp? Kick, kick? No. Snapchat? God,
1: no. no. <laughs> uh
0: let's let's move on and we're gonna talk about Team Fortress 2 and there was another game in Signal. here. Signal. Apparently yeah. they had their source code leaked. This is from Tech Radar and. Having your source code leaked is a bad thing for video games, apparently, because then people can inject their own code and give you malware, I believe.
1: Well, so okay, so the big fear here was that since the source code got leaked, see, this is why open source is important. Right. So when whenever a game's source code gets leaked, it means that that people can then start prodding at that code to find vulnerabilities. And that's what happened here. Uh, people started poking at this two year old two to three year old source code and found remote code execution exploits, which uh, that basically means that you connect to the server, That you're playing on, and then using some very low level things in the game can send a malware payload to your computer and then use the game itself to execute that malware on your computer. This happened multiple times in Gary's Mod, actually, uh, because of how flexible Gary's Mod is, Mm -hmm. uh, especially in using Lua for a lot of add-ons. There have been a few uh, remote code execution exploits that have been found, and uh, the team has had to post an update saying, don't play the game online until we fix this. Uh, So, like, that is what I believe Valve would have done if this was actually a threat. But considering the fact that this source code is from 2017 to 2018, and Valve is a much larger company than FacePunch, um, I tend to be more on the side of trusting Valve when they say that everything is safe. Yeah. Because it, one... they they probably have their own penetration testers who go through their source code and find issues like this over time, and then they patch them. <laughs> penetration.
0: penetration. Um, <laughs> so... So, one thing is that I really like the name of that studio. Face Punch. I think it's a good name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and hopefully everything is fixed. It's Valve. I mean, they've got some of the best programmers in the world. And it's not like they're working on Half-Life 3 right now. So, they can go and fix this stuff pretty quickly. I would hope. I remember one time... um when i was still working at sony i got a report from some qa guys and they're like hey by the way uh when we play the game on the pc i think it was the pc implementation of the game they're like when we play on the pc uh it's not working because because you could play the the pc build or you could play the um uh the ps4 build and um I was just like, okay, not, I'm not saying that they ever intended to release it on PC. Uh, it's just that when you design games, you design it on the PC. So anyway, I got reports that when people were trying to play the game on their computer, um, that the controller wasn't working. Like, yeah, they couldn't do anything. And I was like, well, that's weird. And so I had to go and talk to the programmers and i was like hey guys so it's not working and they're like that's weird i don't know what would have what would have caused that and they just acted oblivious to the whole thing and then eventually like an hour later they're like oh yeah i guess uh when i updated it i moved some code around and it disabled the the controller functionality and i'm like (laughs) the fuck man i've been running around trying to fix this for like the last hour and you could have fixed it in two minutes (laughs) so i wonder if that's kind of how it was where they got this and they're like oh yeah yeah i'll just write out this code there we go it's fixed and that could have very easily been something that a programmer if they if they know what the problem is a lot of the times they will fix it um there was another thing i was reading about that there was a game that the it, I think it was Little Big Planet. If you had the eye toy hooked up and a vacuum was running, it would create enough of interference with the eye toy that it would cause a memory leak in that game. And then it would just crash. And well, that, it,
1: that's bewildering. All right.
0: Yeah. And it took them, you know, two weeks of investigating as to why this happened and uh eventually they found out they they like you know they were monitoring it and figured out when it was happening and it was like at 2 a.m or 4 a.m or something like that and they're like what happens at 4 a.m that causes this and it turns out that the uh cleaning lady would come in and vacuum the office at 4 a.m every night and that was what was <laughs> causing it to crash and it just, and after they figured it out, it took them less than five minutes to fix the issue. So it's just, it's kind and of hilarious how little things like that can cause major problems for games.
1: Yeah. And and this is, again, why open source code is so important. I get that companies need to protect their own assets. Um, that's why closed source projects are the norm in a lot of cases, but whenever you have a veritable army of people who are willing to poke at your code and find exploits like this, you're going to have a lot easier time fixing those problems in the long run.
0: Right. And that's, a, and that's a at, good... at the very
1: least it's, well, it's why having in-house penetration testers or even third party penetration testers who are under NDA, uh, it's why having those, those groups are extremely important in any business, even yeah. gaming.
0: And that's, and that's a really that, – that's a good thing about the community a lot of the times is that they will take a look at that stuff and help you, like, point out, like, hey, this is an exploit that we use. Fix it. And uh, I know Chrome, I believe they have their bounty thing where if you find exploits in Chrome, you can get some money out of it. Um, and then I think there are other companies that do that too, right? Not just Google.
1: That... Oh, bug bounties are a are a very prominent thing mm-hmm. nowadays because that's just one of the easiest ways. But you also have to you have to be able to pay more than what it would pay to uh, sell your exploit on the black market. Um, right,
0: right. Well, but
1: a a good example of the wrong way of going about this whole situation. Because also note that I haven't heard anything about Valve like sending cease and desist letters or or DMCA takedowns or anything to any of the people who have posted about the, uh, the remote code execution exploits. Um, The wrong way to go about this is the way that Bethesda handled um, Fallout 76 players uh, encountering the same sort of thing where they would find ways to use the game in ways that uh, were dangerous for other players. And they would report them to uh, the Fallout uh, social media team and then they'd get banned. So that was uh, years ago.
0: Years ago when Halo, I, I think it was Halo 2, um, when the Ogres are really big, Ogre 1 and Ogre 2, because they were really good at naming themselves. Um, they uh, they made a new map, Bungie did. They, they made a, a list of new maps and updated a bunch of stuff, and they're like, this should be fine. Uh, you should... You know, you shouldn't be able to mod these maps and, like, put in exploits or auto-aim or anything like that. We've we've cracked down on that. And somebody modded the game and was able to do auto-aim and stuff and actually got the ogres in the map with him. And he went, like, you know, 50-4 and four against the ogres, two versus one. And that just that wasn't supposed to happen. And if you don't know, you know who the Ogres are, but if you're listening to this and you don't know who the Ogres are, they were two of the best Halo 2 players. And I believe they were really good at Halo 3, but uh, you don't quote me on that. Anyway, uh, he then reported it to Bungie and they banned him. Like he was just trying to show that you could exploit the maps and they ended up banning him, which is the wrong way to go about it
1: like always
0: it is it really is if you're if i understand if somebody's going and they're doing it and they're they're going into competitive games and they're not reporting anything they're just going and cheating which i've seen happen quite often um ban them just get rid of them but if they're reporting the issue and they're like hey please fix it here's how i did the thing obviously it's coming from a place of love and not a place of, I'm trying to win the game. So I also don't understand cheaters. Like I don't understand the concept of, Hey, I'm going to cheat in this multiplayer game. Cause that doesn't make you better at the game than the other people. But I guess people just it like, it makes
1: you feel good.
0: I mean, honestly, I think it's just people like being dicks. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. Um, there's no, like, I could kind of get it if there's a financial reward to it. Like, if, if you are able to cheat and get away with it and you get lots of money, I, I totally under, understand cheating. But cheating in an online game where there's no payout, that doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway. Um, i'm happy that that valve probably got rid of their their thing we have like six more stories to talk about so uh five more stories to talk about so we're gonna move on four and we're, is there four? One, two, yeah. three.
1: Oh wait no oh, you're right five. five
0: yeah there's five
1: yep uh, uh the, the twitter one opened on uh, in the actual twitter app on my other monitor
0: Oh uh, okay okay I don't have a Twitter app so that makes sense. Anyway, we're yeah, going to move on. We're going to move on and we're going to talk about GeForce now. Uh this is going to be a pretty short story. They're losing three more publishers it looks like. Um <laughs> they're just how many is that like 6 7 now that are
1: that it's have just left? A lot and they're like all real big. Too. Yeah. Yeah, so uh
0: this is from Overclock 3D Net. I actually really like this site. By the way, I think they're a really good, uh, they're a good site to go to. Uh, Nvidia has confirmed that multiple new games have been added to GeForce Now, including uh, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry titles from Ubisoft. These Assassin's Creed, blah blah blah. Uh, it says while there's this is great news for GeForce Now. It comes as a major downside on the 24th of April, so two days ago. Nvidia lo- is losing. The backlog of three major publishers, uh, Microsoft, oof, Xbox Game Studio, uh, Codemasters, and Warner Brothers Entertainment. Um, the creators of Don't Starve uh, and Oxygen not, have, not Included have also left the service. So Don't Starve, uh, you know, not a huge game, but it is a pretty big indie game. So yeah, Just that's... Released an update. Uh, so we've got, there was also Activision Blizzard, 2K Games, and Bethesda have also left. So that's at least six major publishers who have left.
1: So, GeForce like, now. it is EA still on here? Is, is it just like EA and Ubisoft are the only major publishers who are still on this platform?
0: Probably. I have no idea. Um, I want to say it's because, uh... Nvidia are dirty, dirty liars.
1: Nvidia had to do something wrong. I know, like I know, majorly fucking wrong. They, there's something
0: like they're not paying enough. They're not paying at all. Like there's, yeah. there's got to be some reason as to why they will not. You know, another thing is, and this might be it. And I, I have no idea. Do not quote me on this. I wonder if Google stadia has an effect on this i wonder uh, if google has gone to these publishers and been like we will pay you an obscene amount of money to use
1: our platform and not geforce now that well like i could see that with actually yeah i could see that with codemasters Activision uh, at least and, I, and and well i wouldn't i don't know about activision i don't know I know. Do they Assassin's... have any Activision games? Assa-
0: oh no, wait. That's Ubisoft. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know what. It, but there's also uh, Project X Cloud, right? That makes sense. Yeah, why but... Microsoft would leave?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say th- that that part. Um, because like, yeah, why would Microsoft allow their games on another streaming platform when they're working on launching xCloud? Cloud? And maybe it was Microsoft. Maybe Microsoft has gone because they have a ton of publishers. On uh, Stadia, I think Codemasters makes Grid, right? They they make like every major racing game that's on console at this point.
0: I think so. I'm not really a racing game guy, so uh... I'm
1: not either. I I like if I remember right, that's the one that I played on Stadia whenever I was testing it out. Right. And uh, yeah. So I could see Google paying Codemasters. For exclusivity in that department, uh Warner Brothers, I would see them as more likely, or, or more being the case that uh, Nvidia is just not paying them enough.
0: Yeah, like there's there's got to be some reason as to why. Now, there's another story I want to talk about that's not in our list, but it does have to do with Nvidia. Um, oh golly! So that there's the Nvidia RTX voice came out. Oh yeah. And um, it's they're dirty liars, they're dirty, dirty liars, because the whole oh, really? point. So the whole point of RTX Voice is that it uses the tensor cores that are in the new uh, RTX cards. But you can install RTX Voice and use it without a 20 series card. Really now? Yeah, I have it working on my computer right now. It's I'm not using it. Uh, for the podcast, but it works. It works on my computer with a ten series card, so it is not using the RTX cores at all.
1: Because it... figure that Nvidia is a bunch of fucking rat so, bastards.
0: So what I, I I thought I figured you would have known this, but I guess not. I saw
1: I saw that the the GeForce or Voice thingy or whatever the hell it's called came out
0: and it's really and, neat uh, it's really cool um
1: oh yeah it, I, I thought mean, it was just like a thing like I, I figured it was it was probably similar to the the crisp thing that's is, uh, is in discord now it is
0: similar to the one that they're using with discord uh except for the audio quality doesn't sound like crap oh um and and what happens is that you try to install it on a on a card that isn't supported which I've heard all the way I've heard all the way from the 700 series cards to the 10 series cards will work some of the cards in between won't work but 7 to 10 which is quite a few generations for them to be like oh it doesn't work and then it does work so uh you try to install it And it runs a check and it says, oh, sorry, you don't have a RTX card, so you can't use it, it won't run. And you go to a temporary file and the way I had to do it was different than the tutorial showed. But you go into the temp file and you remove the check for RTX cards. That's all you do. You save (laughs) it. And then you try to run it again. Now, for some reason with me, when I would try to run the startup again, it would uh, it would rewrite that file, that temp file, and it would say, "Oh, you need the RTX card." So what I had to do was it they I had about twenty seconds in between clicking the button and it trying to install the app. So I had to click the button, go into the file, remove that dependency, save. And then when it started, it let me install it. <laughs> so and and it works. It works on my ten series card. So they're dirty, dirty liars. And it is not using the tensor cores at all. And I that's don't incredible. I don't know why they would do that if that's the case. Because they
1: want you to buy an RTX card.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah, Because but... there are still people that are using like. Like if if I didn't want VR, I'd still have a seven eighty and I'd be totally fine with it. My uh
0: my my friend is still using a nine seventy. And it's a yeah, great absolutely. card. Like it for ten eighty p gaming, the nine seventy still works great. And it's... I
1: think a vast majority of PC gamers are still running ten eighty p monitors because four K isn't that big of a deal. Four K's not that big of
0: a deal. Uh I've been thinking about upgrading my monitors for a while now, and I don't really I maybe 1440 uh but in all reality uh, I would just want a higher refresh rate. I yeah, would want to go to 144. Same. Like I would prefer the higher free- refresh rate over the 4K. But that's that might just be me. Um and I may I may have to upgrade from my 480p uh CRT monitors at some point, but right now I'm fine. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm not that bad,
1: but they're not 480p, Nathan. They're I, infinite resolution.
0: They no, <sighs> no. I'm sorry, no. CRTs they can display anything. The only good thing about about CRTs, well, actually, there are multiple uh, things that are good about CRTs. One of the great things about CRTs is that there's almost no latency
1: between what you do... Yeah, it's, and a, the, and the it's game. an analog so, signal. There's no decoding process.
0: Which is great. So there, there's almost no latency. And uh, as you said, they're infinite resolution. They aren't infinite resolution, but uh, they do handle wonky resolutions a lot better than digital inputs. So I don't give a shit. You
1: don't? So they don't give a shit. They
0: don't, they don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, like a lot of games that are on like the sega saturn will jump between 240p and 480p and current monitors do not handle 240p at all so uh when you're jumping between those resolutions you can see even with capture cards it will uh it'll say so- no signal and stuff and we got does on it a tangent make you
1: wish doesn't make you wish that uh, the this the flat panel crt thing would have worked out
0: yeah yes and no like i am happy that we have monitors that are like you know half an inch thick uh, i i like flat
1: panel crt thing would have would have facilitated that
0: i don't know how well it would have worked and would have been
1: amazing it would have i zero when, latency beautiful when, color reproduction when you win
0: the lottery you can start up the uh the flat would panel crt like,
1: business what would, would have weighed like 80 pounds but you know you would do you have, it you have two panels of glass <laughs> i don't know if you, the i don't
0: know if it would have been 80 pounds but it would have been <laughs> a lot more than what we have right now uh when you win the lottery you can start that up and when i win the lottery i can uh start researching high definition laser discs so based yes. Blu-ray laser discs oh. <laughs> oh I would love it it would be awesome dual sided they would be able to hold like 500 gigs of data <laughs> uh, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about wrestling wrestling again uh, WWE 2K I believe we were already reported on this um, they are not releasing WWE 2K21 this year with the disastrous WWE 2K20 and the, the the whole COVID-19 thing. I believe that they are backing off and they're not releasing a WWE 2K game this
1: year because of those reasons, which is, but it's for the this best. This would have been the perfect opportunity to implement a crowdless mode.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> Exactly, Um, they actually they're they're making the right decision because WWE 2K20 was bad. Take a year off, make a new game. If WWE give WWE 2K22 all of your love, give like put a year in and make the fucking game work. Like make a new like update the engine and stuff, and make you know they didn't even have special guest referee mode in like the last six years which is stupid. But do that they also did say that tomorrow on the 27th uh they're going to actually release some new uh some news saying what they are planning on doing which I suspect that they are going to have like a uh an interim game that like we've talked about before where they're they're going to have like some sort of legends of wrestling. It'll be basically a pared down wrestling game, not as in-depth as the simulations that they've had, but it'll be like a arcade type of game. That's my sus- suspicion. Um, either that or they're going to have a lot more DLC for WWE 2K20 and they're going to basically fix that up over the next year to make it not complete shit. So, those are my two suspicions. Um, I hope the next game is good, and maybe by then I'll actually be watching WWE again. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah,
1: I forgot you're not watching it anymore.
0: Nope, still watching AEW. I am. I'm very upset because uh, YouTube TV has Pop TV, which is where they used to air Impact Wrestling, but they do not air Impact Wrestling on Pop TV. They Air it on Axis TV now, which YouTube TV does not have. So uh, I cannot watch New Japan Pro Wrestling or Impact Wrestling. So the only wrestling cha- the only wrestling show I can watch right now is AEW. Which, to be fair, it's probably better than than uh, WWE. But still, I'm not getting my wrestling fix, Aroa I need to get Axis TV somehow. Anywho. Um, something about Doom's soundtrack. This is something you brought up.
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, Mick Gordon, the uh, guy who has kind of headed up production of uh, several Bethesda games. Um, he did the music for Prey, um, and uh, more notably, though, the uh, the original Doom. Well, you know, Doom twenty sixteen and uh yeah everyone really liked that soundtrack and for good reason it's a fantastic fucking soundtrack um doom eternal uh i don't think is as good as the first doom's soundtrack but it's still a good soundtrack except for if you listen to the official ost you'll notice that it just does not sound anywhere near as refined as the first ost it doesn't feel like it has the same level of of love and care put into it it's so
0: and so it reminds me kind of of um the 2000s when uh umatsu however you say his name nobu umatsu left square enix and so they they used a couple of his tracks for like final fantasy 9 um but you can tell, you can kind of tell which one. Actually, I think he did all of Final Fantasy IX. But for Final Fantasy X, he only did a couple tracks, and you can tell in Final Fantasy X like which ones were his and which ones were the new guys because his were way better. It's probably a similar uh, thing, right?
1: The, am, the am best, right? Uh, the best song in Final Fantasy X is the metal song that Uimatsu had written.
0: Oh yeah, yeah the 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 one of the final songs that you listen to when you're fighting Jekt.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, um, knew, you knew that. Yep, and uh, so the uh the the problem here is not so much to that level yet. It will be once uh, Doom Three comes out again. Uh,
0: what are they gonna call? So- they already had Doom 2016. Then they had Doom Eternal what what's the next one doom if infinitum infinity infinitum yes
1: they'll, they'll call it yes they'll call it infinitum infinitum um, yes but uh um
0: oh actually i could see them
1: doing that <laughs> but yeah uh Mick is he he did the the whole soundtrack for the game itself but he didn't get to work on every track on the ost and we don't really know why. Um, the, what I've been able to pick up, it sounds like basically Bethesda just wanted to get the OST out the door, and so had other producers work on a majority of the tracks. And so Mick didn't get to take his time and go through each individual song like he did with the first OST. So there are some songs on the OST that sound just fantastic, beautifully mastered, but others that sound almost flat and, and dead in a way. Um, and you can see proof of this because some of them are a victim of, uh, of the loudness wars, uh, as it's referred to. Or if you look at the waveform, it's just kind of like a solid block because someone hit normalize and called it a day. It's really gross. Uh, yeah. and this appears to have sullied the relationship between Mick Gordon and Bethesda because he has said that uh, he doubts that they will work together again, So so what, uh, which is disappointing.
0: Me, so what you're telling me is that they took the same amount of care that I take into editing this podcast. Yes. That's, that's really bad. You shouldn't do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, not for a piece of a game that, in my opinion, was bigger than the game itself. Uh, The first time around, I have not played Doom 2016 in any capacity. I've listened to the soundtrack many, many times. The full album, beginning to end, many times. Like, And and BFG Division is a meme. Uh, There are multiple tracks that have been used across YouTube for various purposes because it is just that fucking good. And it kind of irks me that Doom Eternal will not be given that same prestige because Bethesda just wanted to get it out the door.
0: Now, now one, one thing I do want to say though is that from what I understand, Doom Eternal is really good.
1: Yes. Yeah, the game itself is fantastic and the in-game music is really good. Like for for the vast majority of it, it, it works on its own the ost is really just an arrangement of the in-game tracks in such a way that it, it creates a cohesive music listening experience as yeah. opposed to a bunch of of chunks uh, but it, it's just unfortunate that bethesda was willing to ruin their their relationship with a extremely talented musician yeah uh, if you if you listen to some of his other game soundtracks like he is without a doubt one of the like most promising video game music composers that i've heard in quite a long time uh he did he did part of the lawbreaker soundtrack he did part of the killer instinct soundtrack uh i haven't played wolfenstein but uh he did the soundtrack for that as well so like I, i he's really talented, really passionate. If you listen to him talking about his process, like the dude, the dude is amazing. Uh, and this just kind of sucks, but at least it frees him up to, uh, work on, on maybe other games from other developers now.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I, I will say I haven't actually really ever played the doom games. I know blasphemy, right? But, uh, I never really liked them. Uh, I was, until the mid two thousands I was a console gamer, so I hadn't really experienced doom so i don't I don't get it as it were um but looking at doom twenty sixteen looking at um doom eternal, they looked like great games and one thing I heard is that uh when they were designing doom twenty sixteen and eternal is that they didn't want you to feel like you were locked in they didn't want you to feel like you were locked uh, in hell with demons. They wanted you to feel like the demons were were locked in hell with you. So they made you just over the top and kind of powerful and stuff. Uh, and one piece of that, from what I understand is that you as the doomslayer have boss music. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and, and, and like, it's it's not like you walk into a room and there's a boss and you hear music and you're like, Oh, this is the boss music. You're the mute like the music is playing for you. Uh <laughs> which it just shows like how powerful you are. And that music is iconic now, uh, because of the person who, who made the music, which I assume is this Mike guy. So Mick. 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 Mick Foley. Mick Foley designed
1: no. all the music. <laughs> No. <laughs> one, one last little thing. Some people are speculating now that because of the falling out between Mick Gordon and Bethesda, that perhaps Id will pull a, um, a bungee and break off from Bethesda, become their own studio. I don't see that happening, but no. that would be kind of cool. That would be pretty cool.
0: Um, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about more music that you cannot play in Rock Band. please. Please oh God do not say the word I already asked you uh but there's a there's a song in rock band called juice which I will say I've never heard of and that that song has the n- word in it um the, N-word, you the say. n word the n word um what? Which, uh, which word is that that is not the... one that I'm going to say on. You, you know what word it is? Uh, 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 nacho. Yes, the the nacho word, nacho libre. The nacho. Um, but anyway, so they have removed it, and I, I, from what you said, they are going to release a censored version of the song
1: that that yes.
0: does not have that word in it.
1: Yep. Because somehow, it got all the way through them doing the vocal track and everything, and nobody noticed.
0: Nobody said anything. Like, okay, there. <laughs> let's go back here. Um, it's silly to me. Like, I understand. You don't want to say the N-word. I am, I am so white that I feel that if I say the N-word, somebody's just going to come into my room with a bat and hit me in the head like that's that's how like uh, how much I don't want to say that word um it just surprises me they didn't they didn't catch this it kind of reminds me uh, a few months ago Jim Cornette was doing commentary for uh the NWA uh, National Wrestling Alliance and he said a joke and I will repeat this joke um it was Something to the effect of, "Oh man, this this man is so dangerous and so strong that he could take a bucket of chicken, get on a motorcycle, and drive across Ethiopia with the bucket of chicken strapped on his back." That's how dangerous this man is.
1: <laughs> and he, and
0: the intention of the joke uh, was, you know, they, that they had a the famine. People
1: in Ethiopia are yeah are starving.
0: Yeah. But of course, what? of course, people took it to be a race thing, like they're they're <laughs> dark skinned Why'd so they like front, yeah. Would you have to pick chicken, bro? <laughs> I know exactly, right? And so, but but here's the thing: this the the episode was taped six weeks in advance, <laughs> so they had six weeks of editing this show, it going through multiple editors it getting passed by the the people in creative and all that, the people, the higher ups approved this episode and approved that line. And then Jim Cornette got in trouble for it. And he's like, I totally get it. Like if, if the producer came to me and said, no, we can't do that. Mm
1: -hmm. I would
0: like, but like everyone was throwing the blame at Jim Cornette, but it wasn't all his fault. Yes. He said the line, but, like, there were other people who approved it and said, hey, this is fine, which is the same thing with this song. Like, the, there's so many people that this song had to go through. Like, they had to record the song, record the vocals for the song, and then put it up there. And they didn't notice, oh, the N-word might uh, might trigger some people. <laughs> <laughs> And to be fair, I think that they should have a censored and an uncensored version. I think that when you buy the song, you should be, when you buy the song and you play the song, it should come up with a prompt that says, do you want the censored or the uncensored version? But not having that that included in the original thing, kind of like, (laughs) did they not have any like white people that like, are are scared of getting hit by bats like in the room when they were listening <laughs> to the song. Where they're like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait.
1: I I You see like, if it was just a matter of putting the song in the game and not having to pour over the lyrics to tie the lyrics to individual little segments that you sing in the game, then I, I could understand it because I've heard that song I don't know how many times. And I had no idea that there was a line in there that had that in it. But, like, they had to make a fucking vocals track for Rock Band. Like, not, not, you knew no, it was there.
0: No, no, not only that, you have to write down the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. You have to write it down so people can follow along with the song. Like, <laughs> you have like not not only do you have to write down the lyrics you also have to like put timestamps on all the lyrics
1: like everything everything I, I i just don't know i just don't know how <laughs> how does it get this far how do these things happen why does this happen so commonly in 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 the world where something like this changes hands 30 times and nobody notices the glaring problem right in the middle of it
0: Yeah, like, um, uh, just, like, blackface still happening occasionally. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like, that's a big one. Or just, like, casually racist jokes, and people are like, wait a minute, like, sorry (laughs) we aired that racist joke on this network.
1: Oopsie poopsie. Like, it, it,
0: it, it really does not make sense to me. Um, although, uh... One thing is if it's live TV, I understand. Like if it's live and somebody like off like, I don't know if you ever saw it, but did you ever see the uh, Booker T calling out Hulk Hogan segment?
1: Mm, no. Uh,
0: Booker T, uh, African American guy from the streets, um, <laughs> and he was just like Hulk Hogan, "We coming you for you," and then you know finishes it off with the N word. On live TV <laughs> and you have to watch it. Like his face immediately he he drops <laughs> his face to his hand and he's like, Fuck <laughs> <laughs> And uh his brother ends up, he's like, Hey, yeah, blah blah blah, we're gonna kick your ass and you see that their their manager just like starts patting Booker T on the head like it's okay. <laughs> It was amazing. Uh, anyway. Um, we're going to move on. And I don't... I think this is the final story. Uh, oh, wait, no. Yes, it is the final story. Uh, it's about oh, Kotaku.
1: I have seen that before, now that I, I looked it up.
0: Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's <amazing.
1: laughs> He's just immediately like, oh,
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Kotaku. Uh, I don't know if this real. Is this real? It, I guess it's real. It's on Kotaku. I don't know why it wouldn't be. Um, and I think this was Connor, and he told us to talk shit about K- K- Kotaku, but I'm I don't see a reason to talk about shit on them right now. Yeah,
1: uh, like the only thing that I have to complain about is the completely irrelevant fucking deals on the right side telling me to buy some kind of Bluetooth speaker and some fingernail and toenail repair pens.
0: Actually, I see that as well. It's the same for me. Um, what in the piss is going on there? I, anyway? I don't know. Um, so 100 Japanese households are getting Super Famicoms so their kids will stay home. I I am a little shocked that it's Super Famicoms, but to well, be fair...
1: So- To be fair, it's because it's being it's being donated or they're being donated by the Japan Retro Game Association.
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, I would like a super famicom. Like if you want to send one my way, (laughs) uh actually not only
1: is it a super famicom, you get a super famicom and a couple of classic games, such as Final Fantasy VI or Super Donkey Kong.
0: I mean, th- that's really good. Final Fantasy VI is an amazing game. Um, Super
1: Donkey Kong is an amazing game.
0: Yeah, Donkey Kong is an amazing game. You might um, know
1: it as Donkey Kong Country.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, fucking gaijin. When I when I go to uh, Japan in November, crossing my fingers that the world's not on fire still. Um, when I go there, I'm I just got a new duffel bag. So the good thing is. Uh, the, the airline ticket I bought, it allows for me to have one carry-on bag, which is l- less or fewer carry-on bags than I, than you normally get. Because normally you get uh, two carry-on bags, but you don't get any checked bags. But the flight I got actually allows me to have one carry-on bag, so f- like laptop or whatever, and then it allows me to have two checked bags, which is really good, because that means checked bags can be bigger than carry-on bags, and so I am going to stock up on like laser discs and uh, video game consoles. That's my plan. So I may pick up a Super <laughs> Famicom while I'm over there. And yes, I might pick up a like a anime girl figure for you
1: too. You you don't you don't have to don't feel obligated to spend twenty bucks on a claw machine figurine for me.
0: <laughs> it was only twelve.
1: Yeah, I know. It was like... That insane. was insane. It was a good, like... It was a good deal. If I
0: had... Uh, the, only, the shitty part was it cost like 20 bucks to send it to you. But... Uh, yeah. Like, it was... Uh, it was... It's not a bad deal. And I may... Yeah, I may pick up a Super Famicom. I really like the Super Famicom um, design a lot more than the SNES design. You like, know...
1: It's way better. I... I do, and I don't. I yeah. kind of like the utilitarian design of the Super Famicom. Yeah, um, but I also like—I don't know. I like I, the aesthetic. Like, yeah, yeah, I like the aesthetic of the of the Super Nintendo quite a bit. But
0: I, I also like the I, controllers. I do prefer
1: the buttons. I I yeah. prefer the buttons greatly on the Super Famicom. Uh, I, having the color distinction is like a hugely smart idea and it will never make sense to me why they got rid of that well it's so beneficial like if you're
0: designing a game like say you're designing a game for like a really young kid
1: like yeah you can just have colors
0: yeah having the colors is going to be way better than having letters uh unless you're colorblind i guess but you (laughs) know that's you can't you can't design things strictly for colorblind people i guess like if that makes sense, like you can, obviously you can
1: well, make it, modes, it actually, but with, well, I guess red and green. Yeah. Red and yeah, green color blind.
0: But it's, it's to the, it, it, when you're designing something, you have to peel to the mat. Like you can't like design. Well, a and also, controller this is
1: this the fucking
0: nineties. Like, yeah. Nin- the early well, 90s like, actually, uh, was it, was it the 90, late eighties? Ninety one is when the Super Nintendo came out, I believe. Ninety okay. is when the Famicom came out, Super Famicom.
1: So it, it was either ninety or ninety one. Um, but also it's really weird that all the games are just Final Fantasy six and Super Donkey Kong. I didn't realize that. Well, they just have a big fucking tub of nothing but Final Fantasy six and Super Donkey Kong.
0: You know why? It's because uh, Final Fantasy six is so cheap. Like you can over there, you can get it for like a dollar.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, which I'm not going to be able to go to this year because it got canceled, uh, they'll sell uh Final Fantasy six for like five bucks, and that's only because it's imported. So if you go over there, uh, I bought Final Fantasy six, I think six VI, seven. No, no, I don't think I got seven. I got um. Four, five, and six, and then Final Fantasy ten, and they were all like a dollar or two dollars. They're insanely inexpensive. So uh, that's that's probably why is those are those sold really well in Japan. So they they just have an abundance of them, so they're really cheap. Um, and I like how that a lot of them are discolored. Like the majority of them are discolored
1: yeah they they do say that like some of them will be you know stained by the by sunlight and and whatnot, but they still perfectly work and they've been cleaned and tested so
0: yeah like, like i think it's
1: I think it's really cool that they're doing something like this,
0: yeah I mean it's only for a hundred kids but um or a hundred households, but it, good for them like that at least they're uh giving kids uh stuff to do while they're in quarantine i know uh my Japanese friend, I've been, I've been talking to somebody um, in Japan, for, so next time I go there, uh, we can exchange gifts and stuff. And uh, she messaged me today and told me that uh, she probably won't be replying for a little while because, uh, like, she's in quarantine, but her, also her dad just passed away. So um, they, they're doing a lot of the, the at-home stuff, at, at-home work they've been doing for, like, the last two months as well. So, hopefully, uh, Japan seems to be handling it a lot better than our government. Uh, As far as I know, they haven't
1: suggested
0: uh, putting bleach in your lungs. As far as I know.
1: Um, Well, well, maybe if that won't work, we can get Germans titled UV lamps and put those in our lungs.
0: Why? Like, I... How do people think that he's intelligent? (laughs) Like... Okay, he did not say put bleach into people's lungs. He did not say those words, but he did say bleach really kills it really quickly, and like rubbing alcohol kills it really quickly. So why don't we find a way to put some sort of disinfectant in our
1: lungs? (laughs) Because that's that's how that works, right? Like that's how viruses work. So,
0: I. How can you watch that, like, and think this guy's this guy's better than Obama?
1: By the way, like, I didn't make that up. I didn't make the UV lamp thing up. He oh, didn't I didn't say that. I a person a person I I'm friends with on Twitter said said that 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 is a thing that we should look into because some idiot on on Twitter, some doctor or whatever, suggested it.
0: So, no. Trump did say. it, By the
1: way, he did did say say to put you. uh, No, like, like this is this is like a doctor supposedly made a novel, a novel treatment for coronavirus that involves putting a a UV lamp, like some kind. I'm guessing it's like an LED or something, or several LEDs in your lungs. So
0: I don't think he. Which would
1: just it would just. Kill your lungs that's how germicidal lamps work they they disrupt the DNA Ooh, in cells they cause rapid cell death that is not a good thing um, that's why that's why whenever you if you turn a germicidal lamp on in a room, you leave immediately because and you don't look at it because if you do you'll go blind and if you don't leave you'll be sunburned in seconds and you'll have cancer in a week so that's what. So,
0: so Donald Trump did say, "Have we tried using like UV light and um, UV light and uh, and like heat to cure this virus?" And he's like, and he just kept going on in a tangent about that. And he turned to uh, one of the, I think she's a doctor. I don't fucking know. And he's like, "Have you have they done tests about that? Have have you looked into that? Because I I hear it works." And she's like, um. And she was trying not to say, You're a fucking dumbass. You can tell she was trying not to say that. But she's like, We have not looked into that. That is an idea. It's like when you're, when there's the stupid person in your fucking class and they're like, Hey, so, so if we do this, you think it's gonna work? And the teacher's just like, I can't call this person a motherfucker in class. So I've gotta just be like, That's interesting, Keith. Like, that's a good idea. Like, we're going to move on now and talk about fucking reality for a second. Fuck Donald Trump. Anyway, uh, thank you for being here, Aroa. No problem. Thank you for being here, Retin. uh I'll, We'll be here next week, and uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll have less things to complain about. But I'm going to think it's not going to happen for a while. So uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, it, as always... If you listen to the end, uh, go to iTunes or Google Play and leave a comment, and uh, we'll we'll read that on air. So thank you for being here. Oh, Goodbye. the
1: N-word is N word is. <laughs>